Good evening, this is August, and you're listening to Redcon. It's January 2020, the first episode of the year, and to start the decade... I need to be wearing pants because I'm not wearing... Oh, sorry, please. Pants are completely optional at this point in time. To start the decade (laughs) off with a bang, we're joined by some special guests. With me this evening is our glorious leader, Montoya, a man who should need no introduction. Montoya, welcome to Redcon. Why, thank you, and it's an honour and a pleasure to be here talking to you. And knowing how much you I'm, love podcasts, I'm very appreciative of your why, time. Wait, this is a podcast? Oh, God. You're fine. Yeah. My feelings, but <laughs> go ahead. I've got some questions for you for the start of the year. Looking right. back on 2019, the year that was, what stood out to you about TEST and how did we do? Eh, okay. Good first question. I think every year, the, the biggest standard is obviously CitizenCon. Now, America CitizenCon is better. Sorry guys, sorry Europe, but it's true, it's bigger, there's more US backers than our European backers, but Europe's also kind of cool. Manchester especially, because one of the big offices is there obviously, but uh, I unfortunately couldn't make it, it's uh, quite an expensive trip, and uh, I guess we're saving all the ammo for the 2020 season con, which is uh, LA most likely. Uh, But 2019 was pretty good and it was great seeing um yeah i should have made a list of names crap uh munken shive oh lefty definitely panzer was there wmk makut and his wife were there captain richard was there and hasgaha did an amazing poster for us and some other paraphernalia which you gave away from him uh i'm probably forgetting two three other people i'm sorry guys if i forgot your names but uh as every year, the big standard is always meeting the guys that you hang out with all year in Discord and uh, seeing them face-to-face and meeting people. And we've been doing this for six years now, and it's great every single time. So I would say definitely CitizenCon is uh, the big standout, as always. I think we got a lot of, of our members excited about the game, and it was good to see everybody getting reinvigorated about Test as well from CitizenCon. And I'm really looking forward to CitizenCon in 2020. That's one where I hope to make it from my side of the world. I look forward to meeting everybody in the oh, flesh. You're going to make the trip. I'm looking I forward will. to meeting you in, I in person. I hear you're quite handsome. Uh, that's a terrible lie. Oh, good. Because I don't like people better looking than me. It's a new decade. Yes. It's 2020. What do you think is going to be on the plate for test in the year ahead? What should we be looking forward to? Uh, well, look, fingers crossed. I'm hoping 2020 finally brings us a bit more persistence. Uh, I can't speak for everyone. I mean, I know there's guys in here right now. They're playing uh, 3.8... Uh, Point one just came out to uh, PTU, so I mean, there's people in there right away playing all the time, and uh, I can't speak for everyone, but one of my issues is with the game is that uh, lack of persistence. So if I'm in there grinding and I'm doing bounty missions and I'm going mining and I'm just putting in the effort, there's a wipe at the end of the week or in the month, and all the effort you put in is gone. Like you've upgraded your ship, you've got a new drive in there, the shield river is upgraded, the weapons you've upgraded, it all goes away. Now, yeah, it's sure, it's fun to do, but eventually, after a while, you're like, well, I'm not going to put in the time to grind away and get these things and upgrade my ship if it's going to be wiped. So I think a lot of people feel the same way I do, that persistence will just bring in more regulars, and people will be playing longer and putting more hours in to get the new weapon, to get the better drive for your ship, to get the better shields, because they know that next month it's still going to be there. So fingers crossed, 2020, more persistence, 3.9 at least. Uh, I hope we see that and uh, we'll see a lot more activity. I'm personally looking forward to 3.8.1. 3.8 has been a little bit buggy for me and it'd be nice to have a little bit more stability and uh, I can't wait to see that carry. It's because you're on Australian servers. That's They're the why. best servers and they have the best people. <laughs> well, sure. Let's just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally not drunk. It's fine. 
You posted a state of the squadron back in October last year, which mentioned Senate. Um, what is it, and how is that going? Uh, okay, good question. Well, silly question. You should know. You're there. I don't know what the hell's happening in Senate. You're the one who's in there. <laughs> in well, in truth, it's, it is more like that. Uh, Senate is more of a thing that the diplomats will be handling. Myself as the head of the org, uh, I foresee myself being busy with things happening org-related. Uh, I can't be everywhere all the time. I can't form and keep the relationships we need all the time. That's why we'll have to have diplomats eventually to go out there and uh, keep with the relationships and form the relationships we'll need in the future for ourselves and uh, for a lot of smaller orgs that want to... I don't want to say have alliances and coalitions because we don't do that. We don't do it yet. But a lot of smaller organizations have displayed a lot of interest in doing that kind of thing. Uh, I just feel it's a bit early. But uh, in the meantime, Senate is something which we can start working on. And, uh, well, I guess you'll be more of an expert on that than I am at the moment to, I guess, answer that question. But uh, it has started and is rolling out. Okay, so looking ahead, what do you think Senate is likely to mean for our members? Do you think that the way that we interact with other orgs is likely to change in the near term? Um, yeah, look, in the near term, no. Uh, everything important that's going to come with this will happen when the game comes out, and not even in the first month or two of the game. I'm talking six months to a year after the actual game, the Persistence Universe, is out. And this is when organizations and uh, the alliances they form will start capturing areas of interest and controlling certain areas of interest in space. Uh, it's impossible to know at this moment in time who those orgs are going to be. There's plenty of orgs which are going to burn out. There's orgs which will have power which don't even exist yet. Uh, and there's orgs which exist right now which will simply fizzle out. So the kind of relationships we have to build, um, I mean, it's tough to plan and predict at the moment, but it will all become a lot clearer at least six months to a year into the game and uh, Senate is one of those groups which will essentially be at the forefront of, you know, forming these relationships and identifying uh, opportunities for all parties. So, for example, say some small org of 10 people has found an extremely rich resource in space, some asteroid belts with a rare mater mineral and material, and they need to go mine it. But they need protection from whether it's uh, NPCs or whether it's other organizations. They can approach someone in the Senate and say, we need this. In return, you get that. So if we protect you, we will get a cut of whatever you mine, whatever the relationship is. Um, I, For me personally, uh, the, the most exciting part of the game will be the politics. I mean, obviously, the gameplay itself is going to be fun, but where will we be in two, three years' time? And uh, the meta of the game, the politics of the game, will be something I feel which carries it the next decade, uh, next 15 years, hopefully, fingers crossed, much like Eve did for 15 years. Beyond the simple gameplay itself, it's the relationships and the interactions between the organizations that will make things interesting. So if any members of TEST are interested in discussing this more, what do you think they should do? Should they come and talk to you? Should they talk to Citizen 404? What should be their path forward? Truthfully, at the moment, there's not much to do. Um, there's a lot of theory crafting. Uh, I know there's people who are interested in certain positions, but again, this will all become a lot clearer once we actually have time in the game itself. I would suggest if anyone is interested or is potentially interested in involved in this to actually contact you and give you a shot because I sure as hell don't have the time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but if, if you uh, would agree to it, uh, I would suggest people actually go towards you and get your opinion and uh, ask where they could possibly fit in. But again, I feel this is very, very early stage and uh, there'll be probably a lot more opportunity, a lot more need for more people involved uh, once we're in uh, full speed 
in the game itself. But I guess uh, you would be the expert on that part, so maybe it's a question best left for you to answer. Montoya, with that, thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you this evening. I know you're very busy, and thank you for taking time to talk to us on this podcast. God, podcast. You know my feelings toward podcast. You said this wasn't a podcast. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a vlog. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, your yeah, hair looks okay, great, by cool. the way. You told me my camera is off. Oh, my God. I have no <laughs> pants. <laughs> a pleasure as always, August. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Take care. Cheers. Keeping with the theme of diplomacy, up next we've got an interview from early December with the head diplomat from another Senate member. I hope you find this interesting and that it gives you a little bit more insight into what this particular org considers when they talk about diplomacy. We're talking with Giuseppe from Synchronizers, another org, so stranger danger. So we've got some questions for Giuseppe and he's going to tell us all about how Synchronizers does diplomacy. Giuseppe, great to have you here. Great to be here. My first question for you, for our test audience, is how did you become a diplomat? Yeah, so, look, I've always really been involved and interested in the social aspect of games. When I joined Synchronizers, it was the first thing I did uh, was send a message to Warbot, uh, who you know, sent me up the chain and, and said, guys, this is someone who really wants to get involved. And interestingly enough, I happened to be essentially the first guy that wanted to take this seriously and, and actually put in the work for it. So here I am talking to you drinking well, beers that was a terrible idea so star citizen isn't even out of alpha what role does diplomacy play in a game without a developed organization system what does a diplomat do yeah so i think it really shows what a great community we have that we can do so much with so little even though we don't have you know, a fantastic organization system uh, those of us who want to put in the work are actually able to make more of an organization system than we've actually been given already. So yeah, it, it's it's really a, a shining beacon in that sense. Diplomacy, at least from our perspective, focuses mostly on uh, you know, communication and networking uh, and, and really setting up content for other players who might not even know of diplomacy and what we do, uh, whether it's setting up events or networking with other organizations who are like-minded and might want to hop onto our Discord and, and, and play some sessions with us. It's it's all about sort of creating those opportunities, finding allies and finding more people to, to play with and you know, enjoy these fantastic internet spaceships that we all we all know to love. So in synchronizers, the diplomats are effectively the coordinators for events. Yeah, yes. Similar. Um, I, I I definitely don't have a huge involvement in the actual event itself, um, or, or rarely do. And I'll be honest, I I, I rarely even launch the game at this point. Uh, gameplay for me really involves sitting at work messaging people on Discord like yourself, August. Um, <laughs> I have but no idea where... what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> not not once. No, but uh, we're we're more of the catalyst. Um, I I definitely play a, a sort of back-end role and it, there's even going to be a lot of people in my organization that don't know of me in the work that I do but I, I'm definitely there as a, sort of a, a shadow hand to give a light shove to uh, different players who might not know each other yet but could ultimately get along well and, and uh, have, have a great time playing in the verse together. So one of the questions that I get asked when I go and talk to groups that are not test is are diplomats spies? Uh, oh geez, no, diplomats aren't spies. Uh, but look, it's it's a it's a threat 
that we do have to deal with. Um, a, a sort of touching back on what you said before, it's a game that doesn't even have a an organization system yet. How can this even be a threat? But we're all putting in a lot of work. We're all putting in quite a bit of effort to, like I said before, do a lot with, with a little. And that's something that groups that don't want to put in that work want to capitalize on. And, and I've had to deal with people from other, other organizations to come in and try and take that. So it is something we deal with. Uh, but I guess the official answer would be that's classified. <laughs> Very diplomatic. In your it's in the job title. In your opinion, what are some of the most important personal attributes for star citizen diplomats? What do they need? Is it a chutzpah? What's, what's the thing that makes uh, people good diplomats in star citizen? Uh, uh, look, three key things to me. Um, being confident, uh, an extroverted personality, uh, and, and the ability to compromise. It doesn't say, rather that doesn't mean you need to constantly messaging people and nagging them, but the ability to put your name out there, the ability to trust in yourself uh, and, and really be active with, with what you're saying and, and talking to people. And then the ability to compromise in, in that, you know, you're not always going to get exactly what you bargained for, not always going to get the exact answer you want, but you know, finding a halfway point is, is ideal in most situations. But the key thing to me is, yeah, getting your name out there, making sure people know you. Uh, because whether you're a good or a bad diplomat, if people don't know you, you're not a diplomat. So just getting started is the best thing you can do. So as a follow-up question, in your opinion, how many star citizen diplomats that you've dealt with exhibit those attributes? <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I haven't, I, I've honestly not come across many poor or bad diplomats a diplomat's a diplomat it's where we're messages at the end of the day so yeah most most do have at least one of those attributes but confidence is key so if i've joined somewhere and i get messaged by a representative or even if they're not under the title diplomat or some kind of recruitment officer to me that's a diplomatic activity and that's some kind of confidence that they're uh, that they're portraying so yeah I, I think most do and if they don't then i wouldn't have spoken to them really Giuseppe, my final question for you, is diplomacy fun? Is being a diplomat fun? Oh, geez, that's a uh, heavy question. Um, look, I, I don't think I'd be here talking to you if, if it wasn't fun. Like I said, I, it's, it's the kind of thing that I enjoy, but we're definitely a niche kind of people that enjoy this sort of stuff. Like I said, I get my gameplay out of sitting at work on my break, talking to people like you and, uh, and, and writing out documents, which is the nerdiest thing you can imagine i'm doing document writing for a game that doesn't exist yet but it's something fun for me it's it's a it's a role i can play and i can really see how my cog in the overall machine makes that a little difference so yeah it's fun for me fantastic thank you very much giuseppe thank you very much see ya once again thank you to both my guests this month i hope you found this episode of retcon interesting if a little different We'll be back to our regular short form again next month, and please let us know via Discord or the forums if you have any feedback. Keep your beer cold and munitions dry. August out.